Revamping and redefining the way we look at our careers. This is Career Revamp, where we discuss all things careers and how to have the career you always dreamed of. Helping you go from settling to soaring and planning your career on your own terms. Now, here's the host of the show, Alicia Perkins. Hey, y'all. Welcome to another episode of Career Revamp. My name is Alicia Perkins. I am your podcast host, and I teach stuck professionals how to stop settling for less, how to see their value, increase their salaries while honoring their boundaries. So I do not know how long this episode is going to be. I have a three-year-old who is down for a nap, and she's sleeping right now. And so I was like, oh my God, I can like actually do something right now. So if this episode comes to a very abrupt stop, <laughs> that's because she woke up, right? So let's talk about why do people stay in jobs that they hate? I mean, it is almost a normal thing to hate your job. Like how depressing is that? It is a normal thing to operate in just hate in. It doesn't have to just be hate, just operating in something that you're not happy in. Like all the time. I just, it's just, you. I very rarely hear people talk about how much they enjoy their jobs. I could probably count on maybe one hand a month. If that guy, so many people I hear talking about how much they enjoy their jobs. And I think, you know, a lot of it comes from how, you know, we were raised and it comes from the obligations of life, right? That makes you feel like, oh, I have to do this. I have to work here. There isn't any other choice. I was reading a study online. A survey was done at the end of 2019, which is like pre the virus and all that stuff. And at that time, it was 85% of people that hated their jobs. 85%. Like, ugh. Right? That's literally like everybody. (laughs) Let me not say that. But you don't realize when it comes to your job, like you spend the average of like 90,000 hours in your life working. 90,000 hours in your life. Like one third of your life is spent at work. Right? Some people, you spend like 40 plus hours a week. Some people, it's pretty much half your day, if not half your day at work. And so you would think something that we spend so much time at, we would have the opportunity to do something that we enjoy, but that's just not what it is. And, you know, guys, you know, I said it over, over and over again, like, you know, I had parents that say, hey, go to work, survive, 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 survive. Do what you have to do, survive. Pay your bills, survive. But the emphasis was never on do something that you enjoy, you know, do something that allows you to grow. And you have people who, you know, every day after work, they are stressed out. They just come home. They're mad at their spouses. They're mad at their kids. They're just mad at life because of how they feel about their job. Right. And so let's talk about some reasons why do you stay? I think the number one reason is you don't want to disappoint the people around you, especially if you are one that has a really good job, meaning it pays well. People can look at you like you are crazy. Like, what's the problem? You making money. Like, be quiet. Like, (laughs) they give you this whole, you should be grateful speech. And it's a fear of being concerned about what other people think, right? Like, like, and that's a trap. And it's amazing that other people who don't have to work your job can influence whether or not you should stay. But you're the one who has to wake up every morning. You're the one who has to work eight, nine hours there a day. But they have the power to tell you whether or not you should stay. Absolutely not. Mm -mm. Nope. 
right? And then also when you have the responsibility of other people, right? You have to pay bills, you have kids to take care of. So people say, I don't have the opportunity to think about what it is that I want because I have to like pay for everything or I'm the one who handles all the bills, right? And I definitely believe that there may be times in your career that you may have to take a job to survive. Those are what I call survival jobs because I get it. I have a child, right? I have a home that and all that stuff. And at the end of the day, I'm going to do what I have to do to make sure my child eats, right? But I don't think that you should stay there, right? I don't think that you should lose the hope of, man, there's something else out there for me. And that's a trap that you can get stuck in when you only tend to think about the needs of everybody else except your own. And, you know, like I said before, I have a child. She is three years old. She probably won't be ready to work for years down the road. But I want her to see her mom as somebody who enjoyed doing what it is that she loves. And I love what I do. Right. And that makes me a better mommy, a wife, a friend, whatever, because I enjoy what it is that I do. And, you know, me, when I was growing up, I didn't have that. I saw my mom complain about her job every day. I saw that she hated being there, but she had the responsibility to take care of us. And, you know, that's just not what I want to do for my child. And again, if any parent out there who has to do that, I'm not saying that you are a bad person. Like I said, I get it. You have to do what you have to do, but I don't want you to feel like there is no way out. And you won't ever find a way out if you don't at least think that you have the opportunity or at least you deserve the right to work in a job that you enjoy, especially now, guys. There's so much opportunity out there. And so another reason is I feel like people are tied to their job title or their check or if they have been at a job for so long, right? The job can, it can provide a great check, right? This is what I like to call those golden handcuffs. Though those handcuffs are not ugly, they're still handcuffs. It still ties you down to something that you don't want to do, right? And especially when you have been at a job so long, you have worked yourself all the way up to the top. You're like, I don't want to start over again. Like I worked too hard to be where I am now. I have worked too hard and I have, it took a lot for me to, to be able to gain the respect of the people that I work with. And I don't want to go anywhere else and start fresh again. And I'm saying, hey, you absolutely have that choice. But don't think that you can only make the money that you desire to make at a job that you hate. That's just not true. You do not have to choose between whether or not you can be happy or make money. <laughs> that is not the life that we're in. I'm sorry. Like, it's just not. And, you know, I've helped plenty of clients change careers and they're always scared of, I don't want to take a pay cut. I don't want to take a pay cut. Who told you that? Right. And so it's just, again, you don't want to create a problem in your mind or an issue that is really not there yet. Right. Is it a risk? Absolutely. Right. But this is why when you see a risk, you make a plan. You don't just say, OK, that can't be so. And so I think it's really important to not be tied to that. Right. And and a lot of times when you have worked at a place for so long, which is not always the best thing. I don't care what nobody says. It's not the best thing, because when you work at a job for so long and your skills, they have not grown. They are still the same. You hurt yourself in the job market because 
your value, when I say value at worth, I'm not talking about your worth as who you are. I'm talking about your actual skill set is based upon your skill set, right? So when your skill set is not able to stay up to date and it goes old, it goes bad. <laughs> so it's not like I'm talking about food. It goes stale. You affect how much money you can make. And so you are only good for the people that you work for and nobody else. So if that job is not allowing you guys to grow, beyond where you was when you first came there, you are hurting yourself. You're hurting yourself. And I tell people, the only time you are able to get a large pay raise is when you change jobs. Because at your average job, you may get two to 3% a year, maybe. A lot of you guys don't even get that, but you may get two to 3% a year, which isn't a whole lot, especially right now. We are in the middle of a high inflation rate, I think of like 7.5%. Experts are saying that they expect that to go through the year 2025. So when you have an actual inflation rate at 8% and you may get a 2% raise a year, you're losing money staying at your job, right? Whereas you can make a move with strategy and increase your pay by like $15,000, $20,000, $25,000, right? It is out of the window of this mindset that you should remain so attached to the person that you work for, right? Yeah, we can't do that anymore. You literally cannot afford to feel like I have to stay here. Like you don't owe them anything, right? <laughs> you don't. And Again, times are a lot, they're not the same as when, you know, when I was 15 and 16. Times are different. Things are much more expensive. And so, and this is why you have people that are like 28, 29, already at six figures a year because they are not afraid to move around. Now, I'm not saying go and like hop from job to job. But what I am saying is do not be afraid to make a move that is going to better yourself right? Always put yourself first. I always say, always put the needs of yourself before the needs of the people that you work with, because they will always put their needs before yours. This is nothing personal. This is just business. And so I've seen it all the time. People, you know, folks, they devote all these years. Look at COVID, right? These people devoted their lives to their jobs. They devoted their time. They took time away from their family and friends to work. And at the slightest moment, I'm talking about not even when the virus was in the very, like, you know, it got really rough, like around July and August. Like it was, I'm talking before that people, these companies were laying off people just in fear of, wait a minute, this might not go well. Right. And so, and this is why you can't be afraid to jump ship as fast as they are. Now, I know that would probably make your boss mad, but you cannot be afraid to jump ship just as fast as they are. And another reason why people stay in jobs that they hate, guys, is because they have a fear of being wrong. Okay, what if I go and find a job that's worse than this? Okay, what if I'm in this pursuit of something better and there is no better, right? It's just, again, overthinking stuff, overthinking stuff. I tell people, get around people who enjoy their jobs and see how much of a better quality of life they have. And I think that's the problem is that we can be around people who think just like us, who feel just like us. So we don't think there's anything else out there, but get around people who actually enjoy their job and see how much it not only improves them, it improves the whole quality of life. It improves the their relationships with their family, with their kids, with their friends, because they're just at a much better place. Start to be around those people to see it. Wait a minute. It is this to have this is real. I can have this. Right. 
And, you know, you can't be afraid to make the wrong choice. I had a client who one time she said, she said, Alicia, what happens if I do all this work and I go and and I'm hired and I actually hate it? And I said, well, then you find another job. And she looked at me and she started laughing. She's like, you know what? That's true. You're right. Like you cannot be afraid to make a move, right? And that's what keeps people in these jobs for so long because they, for one, they say, wait a minute, I cannot admit that I was wrong. What? Who cares? Who cares? Okay. Who cares if you don't make the right choice? Now, again, I do think that there are things that you are able to do to really lessen the risk. I do think that there are things that you're able to do. But if per adventure, because there's no way that you were really able to tell if the job is what it is until you actually start there, it doesn't matter how good the job interview process went, how much they said that, oh, you know, that they wanted to share all the great things. It doesn't matter. You will not know until you start there. Right. And so it's not true that you can't find anything better. It's just not true. It's always going to be a risk. Like you literally drive every day. You know that there's a risk that I can be in a car accident, but you still hop in that car every day and you go because you know it's things that I have to do, right? And it's, you know, they have people who are literally getting, you know, killed every day from these dating apps. (laughs) But these apps are getting more and more larger every single day, right? And so there's risk every day. It's just you have to decide what is worse what I have to like deal with right now or risk. Now, risk, again, is not real. It's not even saying that that is what happened. That's saying that is what could happen. So what is it going to cost me, right? And it's nothing like you looking up and saying, oh my God, I told myself five years ago I was going to be gone and I'm still here because the longer that you stay, the harder it is to leave. Now, again, I'm not saying to just hop up at any sign of you know, if there's any issues at the first issue, I'm gone. No, but if you realize that you are working at an environment that you know that this is not going to end well, and you can see how it is supposed to end, hey, make a move. And y'all, every job is not your forever job. (laughs) Some job is just to go and learn a skill right? And move on. Like every job is not going to be a forever job. And this is why you cannot have that mindset every time you start a job is, okay, I'm done. I'm over. No more job searching. Uh Uh-uh. Who says who? Especially you really can't even make that decision in your first year of working. Because a lot of times in your first year, you really haven't experienced everything. I say, give yourself at least a year to decide, okay, how much longer do I want to stay here? Like really take a real honest look and say, okay, and evaluate what has the first year looked like. After the first year, you can tell by your first year if this is a company that you can be successful in. I'm telling you, you can tell in that first year. The first three months is still fresh. It's still new. Even the first six months, right? Because you that excitement, it's like that new car smell is still there. But let's see how you're feeling after that first year. And just evaluate it. And I don't think people evaluate how they feel enough. I think they just, they feel things and they have to go through things. They go, oh, this is normal. Okay, this is fine. Or it's a false hope that things are going to get better. But if it's been two, three years and nothing has improved, uh, what are the chances that it's going to get, you know, actually improved? Like, 
I feel like the longer you have to wait for something, the less of a chance that is going to improve. But hey, that's just me, guys. That is just me. (laughs) I'm not saying that's the case for everybody, but I am going off of my years of experience and even the clients that I work with, the people that stayed at the job the longest when they knew that they should have been left, it is harder for them to make a move, right? And so I want us to kind of chit chat a little bit about why do we stay in jobs that we hate? I'm here to tell you that you do not have to. Pretty much every episode, I'm like, start somewhere, make a plan. If you are needing help with that plan, it's like, Alicia, I know that I just need to do something, but I don't know what's out there. I don't even know what skills I want to use. I know it's time for something better. I don't know what that is. Please look in the notes below. If you are wanting to work with me, or you can also have an email sent to me at hello at IamAliciaPerkins.com. That is hello at IamAliciaPerkins.com. And guys, we'll chat soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of Career Revamp. You can listen to this on demand wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also find Alicia Perkins on all social media platforms or at IamAliciaPerkins.com.